Here we go. It's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat. Let's go. Can you smell this? There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Ten people back in the system. Featuring Mike DeSico and Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Hello, everybody. It is Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Mike DeSico. As always, Mike. The Denver Broncos fell to the Raiders 17 to 16. Yep. Seventh time in a row. Yep. In a row to the Raiders. Yep. Wow. I have nothing else to add. I'm dead inside. This team has just sapped my will to care about these losses. I just, it's another loss. It's on the pile. I'll be excited by Sunday for the next loss, but. I don't know, another uninspiring performance. Nothing really stood out. Oddly, the defense didn't play that great. I don't know, man. Do you, I, I'm finding it hard to work up any anger about this game. Right? It's it, Apathy kind of creeps in a little bit. It's, it's just kind of so like, much eh, apathy. I was so I, excited for the season. Like, you finally right. convinced me to be excited. And then, and then they come out and they miss the extra point. They miss the field goal. The defense can't stop when they need to make a stop. Damari Mathis couldn't do anything nope um penalties and dink and dunk offense and an injury to greg dulcich that's going to sideline him for weeks yep. um really i mean just take your pick like like what what of that cornucopia of pain uh was the most devastating for you in the loss against the raiders the the defense um i read a stat i believe it was zach seegers online this morning where he said the uh, Raiders stopped themselves more than the Broncos did. We stopped them from going into scoring position once. The Raiders did it twice by kneeling down at the end of each half. They There was never a time when the Raiders were driving where I thought, we're going to stop them. You know, We got the one interception, which was still down in the end zone, so they'd move the ball all the way down. There was never a time when it felt like the Raiders could not move the ball or could not pick up that first down, or could not do what they wanted to do. So that was disheartening. What about you? Well, anytime we miss an extra point, uh, those are free. They they give them to you. That's the they're, reason why they call them extra. They're um, harder now. They, they used to be like 99%, then move them back 15 yards. They're not as, as automatic. Well, if you're a Lutz, if you're a Yutz named Lutz, they're a little bit harder than... Lutz, who's a putt. We lost four points because of Lutz. One of them was a 55-yard field goal, which is hard to be like, that's a gimme. But even still, if the, he makes the extra point, it's a tie game going into that drive, and the Raiders, correct me if I'm wrong, were in field goal range and still probably would have won the game and uh, kicked the field goal. If they weren't, they were having no trouble moving the ball. It's hard to say that extra missed extra point really lost us the game because the Raiders, it still would have just been tied, and the Raiders were, were driving at the end of the game and – it's probably still a loss. Yeah. I I mean, you know, four points could have uh, made the difference. I mean, it, it, who knows? Who knows? It, if, it, it if we sure made could that have. field goal, if we had, had made the extra point, if we'd been able to stop Damari Mathis, if we hadn't had 
brutal if we could stop Damari Mathis from time. doing <laughs> if we could have stopped Damari Mathis, is that what you said? If if Damari Mathis could have stopped Damari Mathis from not being affected, yeah. that well, I, I, you're right. Those four points had made a big difference. It's hard to be like you have to make a 55 yard field goal. Those are a 50 50 shot right there. Not in fall. Denver. Not I, the legacy it is. of field goal Look, kickers in Denver is not 50 50. It is. It what is, is what was Brandon expected. McManus over 50 yards? He was better than he was worse. I'd be willing to bet he was still very close to uh, 50-50. Okay, I'm just looking at Brandon McManus career stats. Does it this break him down over 50 yards for his career? He's 39 of 63. So that is over 50 percent. That is over 50 percent. So so yeah. let's see here. 63 divided by 39. Sorry, 39 by 63. He's a curse, sixty-one percent. So sixty-one percent. That means go. he miss he misses forty percent of the time. So it's not a gimme. My point stands is that it's not a gimme. It's hard to say that that should be an automatic. I agree that the uh, extra point you can't miss those, but they're not as automatic. How long are they now? They're thirty of thirty-nine. Let's does it say here? Too long. Too long if you're Will Lutz. Yeah, I think it's thirty-five. Nice. 35, yeah, it's too long. I don't see here where it says extra points for McManus. But 30 to 35 yards away, he was 60 for 65 with the Broncos. So pretty darn automatic. He should have made it. There's no doubt about it. Raiders probably still win the game. I still think the loss comes down to defense as uninspiring and as inconsequential as the special teams was. We didn't – I can't believe a good play we made on special teams. Maybe we tackled somebody once, but they probably tripped and fell down first and were just like lying there waiting to have people fall on them. I mean, Russ seemed to run the game plan effectively. Maybe it wasn't a very exciting game plan. It seemed like there were some uh, shackles placed on it, but he seemed to run the game plan well. Pookie seemed to uh, respond and play well. I think Dulcich injury is really huge. He had a really good run. Mm -hmm. uh, He had that one. He should have got the first down and he tried to dance around a little bit. Uh, but yeah. after that, I thought he played really well. McLaughlin looked like a third-string running back for a reason. And I thought the offense was efficient, if not spectacular. And that is an improvement over last year. But the defense, I think, took a step back. And they were at no point a threat to stopping the Raiders. They had that one turnover after the Raiders had driven all the way down the field. Good play in the end zone. Give them credit for that. But there was no point where you felt like the Raiders were going to uh, – not drive the ball. How many QB hits did we have, by the way? Three? No sacks? Uh, yeah, I think we had uh, with no sacks. We had... Uh, uh, I think you said three hits. Yeah, three hits, What like one knockdown. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, like what Benito, Clark, Gregory, Browning had like what zero combined hits between them, our four top pass rushers. Vance Joseph was not able to manufacture any pressure. Um, it was just kind of an uninspiring thing. The only... The, the brightest spot of the day was Patrick Tan. He completely owned Devontae Adams, just maybe the best receiver in the league, and PS2 just put him over his knee and spanked him. So that, to me, was the highlight of the game. Any positives you're looking at? It felt good to be ahead, and then when the Raiders pulled ahead, I knew – I knew it was over. I they yeah. uh, one of the one of the things we talked about in the post game was uh, a lack of resiliency. Uh, mm-hmm. They just kind of turtle sure. up uh, and and disappear when things get hard. And things got hard, and that's exactly what happened. They came out, went three and out when they needed to 
manufacture some offense to at least have a chance and they couldn't do it. And, yeah. and then they needed to get a stop and then they couldn't do it. And, you know, I, and, Kareem Jackson uh, 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 hitting that. the uh, What's his name? The, the Jacoby Brissett. Jacob, no, Not Jacoby Brissett. That's the quarterback. Jacoby, <laughs> Jacoby uh, Myers. Jacoby Myers. Yes. That would have been he really should. weird if it had been Jacoby Brissett. It's. But Jacoby Brissett, I feel like could have got it. It could happen. He yeah, could, he might be on Josh McDaniels's short list of uh, quarterbacks. I feel Jacoby Brissett could have probably, you know, had four or five catches in that game. Yeah, <laughs> not like we're going to stop him. That's fair. Um, uh, I think I don't, maybe I was in the minority. I thought Cream Jackson he should have been hunted out of that game for that hit. He went he went at the guy's head. Uh, it was a dangerous, scary play. And if the NFL is serious about protecting against head injuries. You have to take action in those moments. I haven't seen a really good replay. I saw a good replay about the Simmons hit on uh, Garoppolo, where he didn't even touch Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, they never foul showed it. They, kind of crap. The announcers, the announcers were all about, oh, you got to take that play out of the game, but they never showed a replay. Never yeah. showed a single replay. So I, I don't know. All I know is that. He, they needed to stop him short of the line to gain, and they did. Like I, yeah. I know, I know it was a violent hit, and I know it, but I didn't see a replay, and yeah. and the mission was accomplished. Like I remember back in the John Lynch, well, it days, wasn't like like a hit like that, and like from John Lynch, that was widely celebrated. Greg Dulcich, he's out. He's the only tight end we could have that could make somebody miss and create some uh, plays downfield. We know about Albert O. He's gone. Judy, we haven't heard if he's going to play yet this week. How concerned are you about playmakers down the field and having something happen there? Do you think it's Cortland Sutton and a hope and a prayer? Or do you have any hope? Is Dulcich that dynamic playmaker? I he, I didn't see. I mean, he was he got what two three receptions uh, uh, last week. Um, it, that it, they were not dynamic plays. I, no, there weren't dynamic plays. Period. So I I mean I in order in order to know. In order to know if you have dynamic playmakers, dink and dunk offense is not going to sure. uh, pull that out of the uh, of the players. So, but Dulcich was the only one capable of making a dynamic play from the tight end position. Manhurts isn't, Aitkins isn't. Uh, Troutman got a few he was, catches, but he, he, but he, he, he wasn't going to make anybody miss. He had that uh, third down catch on the last drive, and he wasn't going to uh, break that tackle. He wasn't going to run around that guy. He was going to catch the ball and immediately get tackled. We all knew that's what was going to happen. I don't see anybody making a play downfield from the tight end position. It's early. We have young wide receivers, but I don't see anybody making a big play until Judy gets back. Maybe Mims will be that guy. They didn't really give him a shot to make those big plays this last week, but I don't know. I think it's going to be dink and dunk and 20 points, hopefully, yeah. for a while, because who's going to make... Who's going to, you know, catch a short pass and make something big out of it? Who's going to do something? Well, P. Ryan is the only hope at the moment. Um, at least that's, that's, that's my guess. It, another, another bad thing that came out of that besides Dulcich was uh, Caden Stearns out for the year. Uh, yeah. propeller tendon, uh, his kneecap fell off is basically what happened. Yeah, he was one of our best young players uh, back there, and that's a big loss. I, uh, You know, we went to... From having really good depth at safety and secondary and wide receiver just months ago, and here we are, and now they're both kind of weaknesses. You know whose fault this is, right? Lauren George, Landau. George Payton. Yeah, he's probably going to be here for the rest of the season. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if next year he moves along. I would think just from his point of view, he'd want to, because with Peyton, Sean Peyton in there, what's, what does George actually do really? You know, he's, he's redundant. He's not necessary and he didn't do much, but he looked good in a suit and yeah. that was good enough for John Elway. That was good <laughs> enough. It wasn't just, if you're a tall quarterback, that's good enough. And if you cut yourself a figure in a nice tailored suit, also good enough. Well, that bodes well for us. Doesn't it, Mike? No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, you're in your pajamas. I am. I am. It's three. In the, it's almost three in the afternoon, and yeah. I'm in my pajamas. I'm yeah. wearing a really cool Beatles shirt, though. So that's pretty cool. Oh, is that what that is? It looks it's the Beatles. Bad. Hell, I was gonna go Kids Incorporated. I, no, it's it's uh, the cover of the Help album, but it's a oh. cool shirt. Oh, that's fantastic! Spelling out it spells Help. Help. It's the Beatles. I see. They're a rock band from the '60s. They're just. They are, they are like to music. What the Broncos are to sucking, you know, <laughs> the Broncos are the Beatles of sucking. And this last game was our Abbey Road. Oh, I don't think it was our Abbey Road. I think I think we maybe have, our yellow submarine. We have a lot of potential. Yeah. Forward. <laughs> we can still get it, guys. Let's get back into the studio. So I said before week one that I thought the week one was practically a must win game because they can't afford to get to a slow start, especially with the way our third game is Miami and Miami looked really good, really good. So now we have a second week home game against the Washington commanders. Some people disagreed that week one was a must win. Do you think week two is a must win? I say, yes, we're yeah. and two. The season's over. I don't see, do you see us digging out of an own two hole? I, I honestly struggled to see us digging out of an 0-1 hole because this sure. like you said it was a must-win game. We needed to start off the first quarter of the season as strong as possible because it just gets way harder going forward. And maybe so not I, the Jets game anymore. Well, yeah, maybe poor Aaron Rodgers. Four plays. Like I mean, it could always be worse, right. Seconds, I mean, we yeah. could be Jets fans. Like yeah, I I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, and you don't like to see injuries. Unless so that's, you're a hot that mom in New York. If you're a hot mom in New York, the season. Now you good. might Google that, children. <laughs> Google that. Uh, so that that game is still interesting because now we get to see Nathaniel Hackett when his uh, quarterback's not his best friend. What happens now? And oh, especially yeah, it happens to be one of the coach. great quarterbacks of all time. You know, um, so he'll have to do his little uh, dude bro routine at team meetings like he's been doing in Hard Knocks and. See if that inspires everybody by giving them a uh, snow cone or something. I don't know. He's going to have to pull out all the tricks. Yeah. Uh, and knowing that we absolutely cannot lose that game because that is Nathaniel Hackett. We talked all sorts of trash in the offseason. Oh. Um, I am confident that we will lose that one as well. Yeah, we've lost three in a row to Josh McDaniels, whom we couldn't lose to. So Josh McDaniels, I'm told now, has more games, has won more games in Mile High as the Raiders coach than he did as the, the Broncos, Broncos coach. coach. Yeah. Or it's tied or whatever um so that's good that's awesome so i don't know i i am completely uninspired by this team there were some positives but even the offense played well but it was so underwhelming and boring and uninspiring that's hard to be like excited by that like well, i think russ is running soul crushing like it wasn't like halftime and you're like they're not going to be able to score a touchdown the rest of this game like yeah that was yeah. last year so so there is improvement there Nobody was counting down the play clock. That was cool. <laughs> you know, that's that's progress. Sad, you got a huge new scoreboard so you can watch the team lose like 70% worse. It's, is it bigger it's like you're or 70% worse? It's, just, it's like you're there. 
Right. Well, you are there if you're looking I at know. the that's, screen. That's why so, it was funny, Jess. Um, that's... Damari Mathis. Yes. Can we revisit that? Let's he was supposed to be, you know, we don't need Ronald Darby around. We don't need a veteran corner because this kid's going to be the real deal. And maybe this is the wake-up call and he bounces back, but he gave up two touchdowns. Garoppolo picked on him like well, something Tony Carter Garoppolo would or Rock on Alexander. Him. Take your pick. Yeah, and it's like he had he had to be better. He knows that he played well last year as a rookie, and so I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on him. But also, when you're lining up against uh, opposite Pat Sertan, you're going to see a lot of balls coming your way. And so this is going to be the last time you get picked on, buddy. So what are we going to do? Yeah, he's going to have to turn that around. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if Patrick Tan can take out uh, Devonte Adams. There's nobody on the Redskins that's going to worry them. So I don't know. They're going to they're be coming after Damari until proven otherwise. And he's got to step up. He's got to do something. Or Bassey's going to get in there. Heck, Darby's oh. still inside, isn't he? Yeah, that there was a penalty on Bassey. And it was just like, oh, there he is. Like, he just lurking, just lurking on the roster. A monster yeah. under the bed. Like, this guy, <sighs> he's saying Bassey. Yeah. Not I don't know. not excited to see him back. I don't know. I we are playing a it's sad that we are playing a bad team at home with a middling quarterback, and they have to feel pretty good about their chances of coming to mile high and getting a win. And I don't feel like Sam Howell, we should be able to say we could beat this guy. That's no problem. I'm not sure that we're going to. And maybe that's just still me on a Tuesday afternoon being bitter and salty after a loss on Sunday, 48 hours ago. But are you confident they can win? Uh, they should win. I, I picked, but are you confident they, they will win? They I should, am not confident of anything because of I did not see anything that was confidence yeah. inspiring last week. So and isn't that just watch, sad? I will hope I will pray. Uh, I will say that, uh, Lori, Tim and Mike all picked wins. I picked a win this week, I picked a win. but oh, we also what? all picked wins last week. And oh, I, no, all I, wrong. I think I here's the thing. I'm going to pick a win this week. I'm going to just go like a 20 to 17 just because I think Sean Payton is going to lose his voice by about this point lighting into this team. And I think they're going to come out with a much better and stronger effort. I think Washington, Sam Hell are that bad that we can beat them, but if they lose on their own two, I'm not going to be sitting here a week from now and saying, wow, I'm surprised. I'm so shocked. That's unbelievable. I'm picking a win, but I'm like 55% sure they're going to win. It's not, it's less than a Will Lutz 50 yard field goal. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I think that they will win. I think your score prediction is pretty close. I think, I, I think 20 points. I mean, that's more than the 16 that we got this week that proved to not be enough. Um, we should have had 20. We should have had twenty. We should have. So does Will could have had twenty struggle? Maybe like, does, does he screw us again uh, this week? He might. He might just do it because we are in kicker purgatory. So um, we're just in purgatory, uh, Jess. Just in purgatory. Twenty to eighteen. Denver 2018. win. Uh, a nail biter. Uh, it's going to be a win that we uh, don't feel overly confident about, but we'll take it because it's the first win of the season. So. Mike, yeah, 0-1 this week, we could be 1-1. We could be at 500, which is an improvement on or? our average. So, no, 
We're, go- we're going positive. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Broncos are going to win. You've already said the Broncos are going to win. Yep. Even though it was a depressing loss to the Raiders, there's still hope in Broncos country. There's still hope in something, something Broncos. And let's just hope that on Sunday, Denver grabs those little shreds of hope that we have put out there into the ether and nurtures them, puts them in their hand and just gives them little pets and says, you're going to be okay. And brings home that victory instead of stopping <laughs> its guts out all over the curb, which is what they did last week. I, I feel those little things of hope are just going to dive neglect like a fish that a child brought home from a carnival. They're just going to dive neglect. You're going to forget they're over there in the corner. I don't That's think they I... usually die from neglect. I think they're usually like half dead already from just being at the carnival. And yeah, they, yeah, it, it's they don't. I mean, really, do they ever make it longer than 48 hours? Well, that said, we got some fish from the carnival, which is why I brought it up. And it's been about a month and they've actually gotten bigger. Trout? No, like a little goldfish. Oh, goldfish. Okay. I, well, I, I'm I'm impressed. With, if, do you have any tips, uh, goldfish care tips that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, the main thing is you have to have young kids who are like, oh, we will definitely take care of them. And, you know, we'll take care of them every day. And then, of course, you know, within 48 hours, they don't. And so the big tip is to... Uh, Take care of them yourself and don't let the kids near them. What are you what are you feeding these fish? Hot dogs? Uh pork chops. Pork chops, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Organic pork chops, which I think really makes the difference. <laughs> it's like piranhas. You just dip the pork chop in and it's just a flurry of activity. And you Yeah, the that Jurassic it. Park scene where they lower the cow into the Velociraptor. Yes. That's pretty much my morning routine, except with very ill-tempered goldfish. Ill-tempered. Oh, yes, like a sea bass. All right. It's been something, something Broncos. I'm Jess Place. He's Mike DeSico. Uh, you can uh, follow us on, on the Twitters. Uh, he is Mike DeSico, common spelling. I am at Jez Rue. Uh, and, uh, you know, hey, keep your head up, Broncos country. Uh, it's not every week we get to play the Washington Commanders. So hopefully we can pull it out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. <laughs>